welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. It's your boy D Train. How are we doing on this lovely rainy Tuesday? I want to introduce my guest today. His name is Dylan. What's up, man? What's going on? You know how it is. We work in the same hellscape yeah. <laughs> five days a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how was your day today? Oh, man, it's like the weather. It's terrible. Terrible. All right. So we are on episode five. We're talking NBA season predictions for the 2018-2019 season. And uh, the topics we are going over today are rookie of the year, coach of the year, most improved, MVP, Eastern Conference seating and uh, Eastern Conference finals, Western Conference seating and finals, uh, your sleepers and dark horse teams, overrated teams, and most importantly and last but not least, the finals matchup. So let's get it started with Rookie of the Year. Actually, this is probably like my most loaded one. I have like five candidates for Rookie of the Year. Okay. I got Marvin Bagley, Bagley. Aiden, Mm -hmm. Kevin Knox, Luka Doncic, and Trey Young. All right. My guy, I'll probably go for if I had to pick one. It's probably Aiden because over like the past, like what, like three years, I think the big guys have really showed up. Like if they can play basketball. They really show out, especially if they're not a bad team. They're going to have plenty of opportunities to play. And then he will be with the pick and roll with uh, Devin Booker. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. That's that's solid. Uh, number one overall pick. Yeah. Um, like, I think Bagley has a chance, too. It depends how fast Sacramento wants to play. Mm-hmm. Because um, Fox, yeah, they're going to play fast. I think yeah. him and Bagley would have, like, a very similar to, like, the Chris Paul, like, Blake Griffin show from a few years back where they just run. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Kevin Knox. What about your other guys? Kevin Knox. I have Kevin Knox on my on my list. Well, for Kevin Knox, like he showcased a lot of skill during yeah. the summer league, mm-hmm. and with uh, Porzingis being out, I think he might be like a major part of the offense. Like they'll have him run pick and roll. Then he'll be a pick and roll ball handler, spotting up. He showcased he could shoot a little bit. Yeah, and he's like super athletic. So who knows on a bad team? Uh, and you had two more. Trey Young, like he's one of those guys that I think could play really well. But at the same time, like he has a certain scores skill set and he can pass. But the thing is, like, usually with guys this young, they don't explode right out, especially like with guards. But with him, I think he has a chance to like show up because he can shoot, he can pass, he can handle the ball, and he's going to get a lot of chances on the offense because no one else there is going to be able to do anything. Well, that's not true. Just not as much. All right. Uh, so, out of your group, who you picking for rookie of the year? Like I said earlier, I probably had to go with Aiton because DeAndre the trend, Aiton. the trend with the big guys, especially the big guys that are really good. Yeah, like they've really showed up, and like I've seen what they can do. Like you got like Embiid in his first year, even though it's technically his third year. Mm-hmm. And then you have like um, Cat Anthony Towns. He yeah, really, he was really good. All right, uh, for me, I got Trey Young, Colin Sexton, and Kevin Knox. I think Trey Young is going to make it rain in Atlanta. Make it rain all those threes. He got the keys to the kingdom. He's just, you know, pull up all those threes, pick and roll, pass the ball. Yeah, I think uh, obviously the team's going to suck. But I think Trey Young will have good numbers. I am not expecting him to pull a buddy healed. The thing about, like, Trey, though, like, he's, like, really small. Yeah, he is small, and... He's a defensive liability. Like, he's not, like, particularly fast, and he's, like, a short arm span. The mm-hmm. only thing is, like, when you're a small guy like that, especially yeah. when you're new, and consider how young he is, it could be an issue with the physicality. That's the only thing why, that's the only reason why I have him a little bit lower. Yeah. But usually with the skill set, I see a little bit like that Damien Lillard, yeah. like, scoring he reminds, guard. He reminds me of Lillard, Curry a bit, with his deep range, so. He got those NBA, NBA threes ready. I uh, had Colin Sexton. I think I think the Cavs are going to be underrated this year, but we'll go we'll go over that later. Minnesota yeah, so Kevin Love's not coming back, man. <laughs> and uh, I got Kevin Knox. Uh, he was good in the summer league. Uh, I think he'll have a he'll have a, like a roller coaster year. You know, some games he'll put up really monster numbers, and some games he'll put up mediocre stats. But I got him as a dark horse he's probably like the most interesting prospect only because of what like he can do 
All right, cool. Uh, so next we're going coach of the year. My coach of the year, I'm going with Brad Stevens. Finally, ha- has to be Brad Stevens. Like he got, he got jipped last year. Uh, Brad, he got approved this year with all the everyone's healthy. You got the All Stars back. You know, you got the you got the bench, and I think Brad will it, he will prove that he's a coach, great coach, and with that record, probably getting that number one overall record in the East. Uh, he'll probably get coach of the year. I also have Brad Stevens as coach of the year, only because he seems to be the most obvious choice. Like yeah. I've always liked him as a coach. I think he's like he's getting there to be around like one of the best. He might be not there yet, but he's getting there. And this time, the circumstances are completely in his favor. Like his team is clearly the best team in the East. Don't talk to me with Toronto. They're like the same team, but just like one upgrade. Basically, the same guy. They're still missing a lot of pieces there that they need. And I don't think Philly's ready to challenge to be number one yet. Too many young guys. Do you have any other candidates or no? Not for this year. Like, no, it just looks Brad super Steve- obvious. Brad Stevens is, is finally his year. Like, when you take in all these factors, like his team, the East, where, like, LeBron's gone and everybody else is just, like, whatever. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, we're from Milwaukee. And I'm like, we'll see. They've had talent for, like, years and they haven't done anything with it. But who knows? They have a bud now. I always talk to you about Milwaukee. <laughs> You're like, yeah, Milwaukee has if you want to underachieve, <laughs> just look at Milwaukee. <laughs> like they have Chris Middleton and Giannis. Like, yeah. like I don't even understand. Like that team was good, like talent wise, yeah. individual talent wise on paper. Anyway, they might be primed for a good year this year. Hopefully, uh, most improved player. If I wanted to go with like the highest chance of getting it right, I'd probably go with um, Kawhi or Gordon Hayward. Like it's just like you know they're gonna play good this year because they didn't do anything at all last year. So like on on paper, the stats gonna look good. But yeah. you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be a little bit more bold. I'm gonna go with either Jamal Murray Jamal or Murray. Brandon Ingram. I like that Brandon Ingram pick yeah. because like I feel like Jamal. Like he started off slow when he first got into the league. Which yeah. is why, when I go back to um, Trey Young, he kind of has like the same build where you're like, oh, he's not like jacked, and he's like super young, and they're not super athletic. So it might take a while for them to like get the feel of the league, especially since they're like skilled based players. Mm-hmm. And Ingram, I thought he was gonna like break out a little bit last year, but usually, the, but he didn't. Probably part of it is because he got hurt. Yeah, but like. Third year is the year for like like third and fourth is the year for these like potential superstar guys, and I think he's gonna show up now, especially with LeBron there. They need a number two, and I don't think the others are ready yet. You think Brandon Ingram's gonna be the number two? Definitely, number like two. If you think Lonzo's gonna be number two, no, you gotta be think, in for a rude awakening. I don't think Lonzo's gonna be number two. I was gonna say maybe Kuzma. Kuzma, yeah. I thought about Kuzma too, but I think Kuzma would not play only because if you want to put your best five. Yeah. Like, I would play Kuzma if they want to play the best five, but I don't think they want to play center. That's the only thing I don't know what they want to do. You play a put Kuzma at the... All right, you got Lonzo. You got... I don't know who they're starting. I would start Hart. I'd put Ingram and LeBron. Yeah, you're right. You yeah, should that's... probably come off the bench. Like, that's probably my ideal starting five of them. Yeah. But with Kuzma at center. But I know Kuzma's these guys, nah. <laughs> because I think Kuzma can play a little bit of center. They want to play small ball and outrun everyone. Yeah, he can stretch the floor. Huh? But the thing is, like, I know these coaches are, like, super conservative about that. Even with, like, Draymond, he doesn't even play center, like, most of the time. He does it for, like, spots here and there when they work, run out their death lineup. Yeah. Where they just, like, tie everyone out. I'll put LeBron at the five and put Kuzma at the four. They definitely could do that, too, but LeBron ain't about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, my most improves, uh, I had Josh Hart. I saw him in Summer League. He was killing Summer League. He made it rain in Summer League. I think his, like, last his like last game, he dropped, like, 37. Uh, he was the Summer League MVP. So I think he'll have a big year. He's a shooter. So he'll get his, he'll, he'll get his looks. And, yeah, the Lakers are going to be really good. I also had uh, OG New... That uh, guy from Tor- Toronto can't pronounce his last name, but he's he he had a good <laughs> rookie season. <laughs> uh, he he did well in the playoffs. 
So I look for him to have a good second season. Yeah. Uh, he should probably get some more. He might get some more playing time, but we'll see. I just don't know if he'll get like, the touches to like really showcase what he can do. Yeah. Because he essentially has played the same role probably with them, like a small ball four because Kawhi's there now. I think it was at the three. I think like in the game he'd be yeah. like really good because he's like a potential lockdown defender. Yeah, he's like the defender. But you're defender. not gonna really see him like on offense a lot other than like the occasional catch and shoot if his three point three point shot is legit, which kinda showed up last year. He, he can get some uh cut action, some nice cuts to the yeah, post those too. get those layups. I also had uh Jalen Brown. Uh, I think I've watched a lot of people. A lot of people said Jalen Brown. So that's why I kind of put him on my list. And also, yeah. If the circumstances were different, I would probably put Jalen there. Because personally, I really like Jalen. Jalen Jalen's been really, really good. I think if his role would have been the same as this year. Yeah. Like, I think he would have exploded along with Tatum. But mm-hmm. now, like, he's probably like the fourth option at best now. Only because, like, skill, offensive hierarchy-wise... He's probably like the fourth on that. Maybe even fifth, because I think Al Horford might technically be better than him. Even though I'm like, meh, <laughs> Al Horford. All right, so uh, MVP. What do you got for MVP? I don't even know, man. Like, yeah. like I don't see any of the storylines here. Like, the only one I can really see is LeBron saving the Lakers. Which yeah. so I'm gonna just go with like LeBron. You can go with LeBron. Because I I have him as like my third seed right now. And if you can do that in the West, you gotta give it to him. Yeah. LeBron was what most people thought. Uh yeah, he'll I mean he'll do good with the Lakers. They're bound to make the playoffs. It matters what seating they get. But he'll be LeBron. <laughs> That's all I can say. He'll be LeBron. Uh, for my MVP, I got Giannis. I think Giannis is going to come out the gate, uh, hopefully. I think the Bucks they got a new coach. So, Budenhoser is a good coach. They were had, they had, uh, they had like a 61 season a couple seasons ago with like a no, they had all-stars, but no superstar. So Giannis is their superstar, and I'm looking for Budenhoser to release Giannis's potential. They got some shooting around him, so he could be a playmaker. He'll have the numbers, and I had, I had the Bucks doing really good this season. So I think Giannis can get that MVP. It's gonna come back to the East for once. I probably would have went with Giannis too if he was playing anywhere else other than like Milwaukee. There are like certain franchises that I like never picked to win MVP. It's, yeah. There's like Charlotte and like Milwaukee. <laughs> Charlotte, yeah. Like when I watch those teams over like the past like ten years, mm-hmm. like offense goes there to die. <laughs> like people that go there just like watch their offense tank. I'm like, yeah. look at Jennings, look at like Monte Ellis with like um, Milwaukee. If they just had the right culture around them, because they're just mad lengthy. Yeah. They can get out in transition and score easily. Yeah. On paper, I really like their roster, which is why I said earlier, I'm like, how do you underachieve so badly with like a really talented team? It is a really talented team that yeah. just hasn't come together yet. Well, I think Boone Hoser is going to mesh the squad up and they're finally going to come together. I hope so, because... Like, the past three years have just been me going, like, what are you guys doing? I mean, they kind of had a shitty coach, so. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You can just, only do as well as your coach. Like, coaching's coaching's a thing, too. Man, Jason Kidd's, like, <laughs> tips right now. Like, they're just, like, stubborn, hard-ass guys that just won't change. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to do seedings. Uh, we're going to start with the East. Uh, I'm going to run down the ESPN list first and then we can do our list so uh espn had celtics one raptors two 76ers three pacers four bucks five wizards six heat and then pistons uh i don't know do you want to give your thoughts on it first before you run down your list or do you want to give your list i actually have a very similar ranking for them especially for the top three yeah but i would definitely switch milwaukee indiana I don't know if Indiana will show out the same way they did last year. 
only because like I feel like teams have gotten a little bit better, but at the same time, I feel like they didn't improve either. Yeah. And for what it's worth, I thought Lance Stevenson was kind of important for them last year to come out the bench as like a secondary ball handler at the bench. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the Bucks that, not the Bucks. The I don't have the Pacers that high. I actually have them sixth behind the Wizards. I have them like five six with Washington. Yeah, only because Washington is one of those teams that perpetually underachieve, except like two years ago for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like I have them in Washington only because like Indiana feels like it's one of those teams that play like, as people would call it, the right way where they yeah. play like team ball. And they overachieve with the talent they have. And with Washington, it's just like a clusterfuck. And you have Dwight Howard there now, and that is never a good sign. All right, so uh, what's your what's your list? So I have Boston, Toronto, Philly, Milwaukee, Indiana, Washington, 5-6. Yeah. Then um, here's the where it gets hard in the East, because yeah. the rest of the teams are just bad. Mm-hmm. So let's put Detroit in there. Detroit. I'll have seven, eight. I'm just gonna go like seven, eight with a few teams. Would be Detroit. Yeah. I want to put Brooklyn in contention for there. Miami. Interesting. Because I think Brooklyn's like surprisingly up and coming. Like people don't like it. They're like one of those teams where they have like enough pieces where I think like if they can get to like a 500 record, they might make like an eighth seed. Oh, maybe. I didn't have I didn't have the uh, the Nets. Me, I had Celtics, I had Raptors, uh, 76ers, Bucks, Wizards, Pacers, Pistons, and I had the Cavs making the playoffs. The reason I had the Cavs making the playoffs by, like, I think there will be a lot of relieved pressure, all right? When LeBron was in town, there was just so much pressure, and, you know, when LeBron just dominates everything, he dominates the ball, storylines, the narrative, and now... I think the Cavs, everyone can just play their game now. So that's why I think you're gonna you're probably gonna see the best of Kevin Love. Uh I think the rookie's pretty good. I like their I, I like Jordan Clarkson and Nance Jr. And George Hill's not he's not he's he's not bad, so I think they I think they have a pretty like they have a pretty decent roster. I just think there was just so much pressure that mounted to them and just they just couldn't handle the pressure of LeBron. So that's why I had the Cavs as the eight seed. I'm actually not opposed to them making the playoffs. Actually, I should have probably put them in my like list of wild cards that might make it. Yeah. Only because they do have talent there. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kevin Love is going to be Minnesota Kevin Love, but he's still yeah. pretty good. And for what it's worth, they're not the worst team. One of the worst teams in the East. In no, they're the not. They're not. They're really not like that bad. Like the East is really <laughs> shallow. Like even, like even with Detroit, I'm just like. Will Blake ever be the same guy? Well, after Blake and Andre, they don't have anyone. Like, I don't right? even know if Blake is. The thing is, they still have Richard Jackson. Like, he's still pretty good when he plays. But he's the thing is, right. like, they're going to have, like, three non-shooters on the court at the same time. Yeah. Which is a little bit suspect. Be like, well, Blake became an average three-point shooter a little bit last year. Yeah. But it was, like, at a lowish volume. So I like I like Dwayne Casey's there, so he'll, yeah. he'll find a way to make the playoffs with yeah. that team. Because he's a good coach. I mean... He's not facing a lot of competition. That's true. Uh, who you got Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, I have Boston versus Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals again, only because not sold I on just, Toronto. Well, I guess you can say I kind of am, but at the same time, I think they got Philly's going to learn from last year after yeah. being like smashed by Boston. <laughs> yeah, and. I don't know if Kawhi is enough to push them over because their team still mostly underachieves in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So we have to see. I'm not sure if like Kawhi is that much better offensively than DeRozan, even though you could argue he, by the numbers he actually is. But I feel like part of it is just like playing with Pop, yeah, and getting him like in the right places where he can make the shots he needs to make. Like I know they like to shoot the mid range shot a lot. Even mm-hmm. though, like, everyone's kind of moved away from it because Pop doesn't care. Like, whatever is a good shot and it goes in, it's fine. And I think that's where, like, the Rose will shine there, too. All right. I got, uh, I got Celtics 76ers. Uh, I got the same as you. So I got the 76ers over the Raptors in the semifinals. Uh, I believe more in Simmons and Joel than I believe in Kawhi Leonard and uh, 
I re- see Toronto is going to be a really good defensive team. I don't know how they're going to I they they're going to be like decent offensively, <clears throat> but they have a new coach, probably a new system they have to implement Kawhi. And I also like usually like last year the 76ers they got two massive pickouts after the trade deadline with Ilya Silva and Bellinelli. And I'm predicting that something like that is probably going to happen yep. again. They're probably going to bolster their r- roster by picking somebody off waivers. So <laughs> I, I don't. S- I see that happening. I think Robert Covington might be better this year too. Like last year, he's just essentially an overglorified spot-up shooter, which can't do anything. But I think he might be able to do like a little bit more of like putting the ball on the floor, where like if you close out on him, he'll be able to drive by you. Every time I watch Robert Covington. This man, he takes the worst contested shots. And, like, you're, like, you're like looking at him, and you'd be like, why did you take that shot? I mean, sometimes it goes in, but sometimes, like, most of the time, it doesn't. And I'm just like, why? I think part of it is just, like, his offensive repertoire is not very good. No, so, man. like, he can't really do a lot. He just ends up, like, taking a bad shot. His shot selection is horrible. Because, like, <laughs> you know guys are sagging off Simmons because he can't really shoot the ball. Yeah. So then you're like him, then you're like Embiid. All right. So, uh, who you got winning? Celtics or 76ers? I have Boston winning again only because they're better this year than they were last year. And the Sixers didn't get a third piece, even yeah. though I do think Markel Fultz will have a rebound you this year and showcase why. He should have been the number one. He was supposed to be the number one pick last year. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I had I had the Celtics winning as well. Uh, Celtics will have home court. <laughs> they will. They will. They beat the 76ers in five without Kyrie and Hayward. So <laughs> Kyrie and Hayward are back. So yeah, uh, they're gonna beat the 76ers. I'm not gonna say a sweep, but maybe five or six. I would probably go five or six too, only because I don't think Philly's that deep. And when it comes to it, Boston both has the top end talent and the depth yes. over Philly. So that's why I think they're gonna come up on top. All right. Uh let's go into the West. So I'm gonna say uh ESVN's predictions. Uh they got Warriors, Rockets, Jazz, Thunder, Nuggets, Lakers, Pelicans, and Timberwolves. To me, they got the Jazz too high, and uh, maybe the, they got the what they got the Nuggets five. I think yeah, I would switch the Lakers and Nuggets, and then I don't have either the Pelicans or the Timberwolves in the playoffs. All right, a lot have unfolded in the West recently that yeah. has thrown my ranking into like a flux, like with the Jimmy Butler thing. Jimmy Butler doesn't want to be there. I don't know if they'll trade him, but I feel like he might sit out the regular, a little bit of the regular season if they don't. And then like <laughs> he might get traded by the time this episode gets released. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and like even if he is there, like you got the chemistry issues there, and it's like really showing up now because Wiggins hates him, and yeah. I think Cat hates him too, which is bad. So like I think I have Golden State, Houston, mm-hmm. I have the Lakers third, yeah. then. Four through eight has, has been really hard for me because yeah. I see like a lot of talented teams, a lot of like teams that have a potential to, how do we say, underachieve. Mm-hmm. You get the Blazers, you got um, New Orleans, who doesn't have Rondo anymore. Is Alfred Payton going to be a good enough replacement for Rondo? I don't know, maybe. And then you got the Timberwolves, who, like we said earlier, chemistry issues. I probably have Utah like fourth now. Yeah. Like before, I was like, I don't. I'm not down on Utah. I think they play really well. I think they can they maximize their talent, so they're gonna win like a lot of games. I think but, they're they're really good at defending home court. But the thing is, they don't have a lot of top end talent yes. outside of like Mitchell, which is probably my biggest issue. They kind of remind me of like Boston a few years ago, With they have like Thomas. a they have like a bunch of guys who are like just good enough, and then yeah. you have like that one guy who's really good. Um, uh, anything you want to add? Yeah, I also have my list is like kind of really long for West. Like I have Memphis potentially making it okay. because they have the two guys coming back, and um, what Conley and Gasol. Yeah, and then Jackson. I thought he played really well in summer league, so I think he'll make an impact. And Hopefully then they can stay healthy. And then That's you have San, you also have San Antonio. Like last year, oh, I forgot about. Like that. I know they lost like yeah. Ginobili and like mm-hmm. Parker and whatnot, 
their mainstays. But they didn't have Kawhi last year. Yeah. But now they've essentially replaced an absent body, a zero, uh-huh. with like an all-star in DeRozan. Yeah. Which will only help. So, yeah, ESPN does not have the Spurs making the playoffs in their rankings. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, really? I was like, huh. You can understand why, though, because, like, the infrastructure is different now. Like, all your veterans that, like, held down the fort are gone. But Jonte Murray, like, um, showcased a bit of talent last year. So I think he can play, like, he can be pretty good this year. Yeah. I would usually, he's the guy I really like coming out of the draft. Mm-hmm. But, like, his offensive skill set isn't quite there yet. But, like, he's a defensive wrecking ball. He's kind of like Marcus Smart. Yes. So, like, I think he'll, like, really help there. And Rudy Gay was almost coming off in Achilles last year. So, I think he's going to play better this year. All right. So, I got Warriors, Rockets, Spurs, Lakers, Thunder, Jazz, Nuggets, Blazers. Oh, I forgot about the Nuggets. I have them there, too. So, uh, I had the Spurs as three. I really – I think – the the duo of Lamarcus and DeRozan with Popovich is just gonna be really good. Uh, yeah, I think like Budenholzer is gonna do with uh, Giannis, uh, Popovich is gonna do with DeRozan. It's just gonna unleash poten- unleash his potential. Uh, I got Lakers four. I think the Thunder will be five. I'm not really too high on Utah. I, a lot of people are high on Utah. I think there's only so much Donovan Mitchell can do. He's going to be in his second season, uh, so people will be more accustomed to him. So if he averaged like 20 this past season, and he was really good in the playoffs, I think you know he'll probably get like he'll get like 20, 22. I think Utah's a really good home team, so that's why they're going to make make the playoffs, they'll defend their home court, so they're really hard place to play in. I think the Nuggets are going to make the playoffs because they picked up Isaiah Thomas. They're, they should have made the playoffs last year. They're on the brink of making the playoffs by one game. So they, they got a squad. They got Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, uh, Jokic, Paul Millsats coming back. If uh, you can get the, uh, who is it? If you got Porter Jr. to play, he can add. He can add to. So I got that. Uh, now I got the Blazers. Can't count out, can't count out Dominic Dollar Bill. All right. Damian Lillard, he is just a nasty man. Don't count that man out. Um, CJ McCollum. And yeah, that actually, I recently changed. I recently had the Timberwolves in there, but now that Jimmy Butler is probably guaranteed to get traded by this season, uh, I think they're the Timberwolves are going to be on the outside looking in. Actually, you know, I want to talk more about Denver. Denver, okay. Because I forgot about my list when they should have been there. Only because, like, they have two potential breakout stars this year in Jokic and Murray. Yes. Like, people don't really believe Murray will break out into a star, but I still do. And they have a lot of, like, really good role players, too, in Harris. And um, the guy they re-signed. Uh, Barton? Yeah, Barton. So, like, the combination of, like, your two blooming stars and then, like, a bunch of really good role players, I think they have potential to make the playoffs this year. Especially since, like, the NBA is a long season. They have yeah. a lot of depth there. You still have Paul Millsap. Yeah, I forgot about Paul Millsap. Paul like, Millsap. Isaiah Thomas is coming off the bench. He's Paul, unproven so. Paul Millsap's one of those guys that, like, I just always forget about. Yeah. Because, like, like he's, he's like clearly, like, he's clearly, like, a very good player. <laughs> yeah. He's also one of those guys that, like, you just, when you think of good players, you're like, you don't think of Paul Millsap. Yeah. Which is, which is on me. Because he's clearly very good. Like, he can play both offense and defense. He's one of the few fours that can actually chase, like, small guys around, too. So, if you want to switch... You can have him out there. So, and I don't have I don't have the Pelicans making the playoffs because there's no one to Anthony Davis is gonna have to do everything by himself. There's and, no one to no one to pass. And Rondo was there. Rondo was really good for him. Like he can orchestrate orchestrate the offense. And now now that he's gone, like I don't think uh, Al- Alfred Payton's gonna do that. So I just Anthony Davis is gonna be doing everything. The thing about that team is, like, 
they were kind of iffy last year until like the second half when like Anthony Davis like completely blew up. He took over. Like they were actually like super shallow last year too. Yeah. And then like they essentially got one of their mainstays, got rid of them, and he went to the Lakers and Rondo. And Alfred Payton, I liked Alfred Payton coming out of the draft, but yeah. he has not gotten any better. He's kind of like a backup point guard at this point. Like maybe like replacement level starter if you really need a guy to go in there, but maybe the new offense there will change him. They need they need more pieces there to build around Anthony Davis. Yeah. I I like Miritich though. Miritich was a good yeah. pickup. And uh I like the uh, Julius Randle pickup. That My thing good. is like what are they gonna do with Julius? Because do you take Miritich off the court, who spaces the floor for Davis and put Randall there? Do you want to like do that he, weird thing where you, you put, put someone the at the three? You want to play Randall the three? We know Meritage can't play the three. They tried that in Chicago. <laughs> nah, put Randall at the three. Put Randall at the three. I mean, maybe. I don't know. He's gonna need have to, to like, figure something out. He's gonna need to improve his three point shot this year if he wants to do that. Yeah. But he can handle the ball a little bit. He does. He does pass. Mm-hmm. And when he wants to, he can play defense. He's one of those like big guys with quick feet. All right, uh, who you got in the Western Conference Finals? I have the Lakers and Golden State. Lakers and Golden State. Yes, I think the Lakers are going to beat Houston you think so? in the semifinals. See, I don't, I don't have the Lakers. According to my seating, according to my seating, I don't have the Lakers facing Houston. I have the Lakers, the four-five matchup, so they're going to face Golden State in the second round. <laughs> that's because so, I have the Lakers higher than you. I have the three. Yeah, they will never. You, they won't you face have the Lakers three. Yeah. So they won't face them to the conference finals. But like, yeah, I, I, for me, I have Warriors Rockets, and that's basically because because of, of the seating I have. Yeah. I don't know if the Rockets are gonna be as good this year. Like, I think they're gonna be really good, especially yeah. in the regular season, because mm-hmm. Mike D'Antoni they always play really well in the regular season. But like that switching defense they had last year, it's not yeah. they're gonna be there anymore. Yeah, because I have the Rock- Rockets beating Jazz. I think the Rockets can beat the Spurs. That would yeah. be a good series. And then, yeah, Warriors-Rockets. Warriors are going to win. All right, uh, before we do the finals matchup, uh, any sleepers or dark horse teams you got? For my sleepers, I have uh, Denver and Memphis. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's discounted Memphis a little bit, but, like, yeah. They're like a really solid team, well-coached team. They got like some veteran guys that are coming back, and Mike Conley and Gasol, and I also like Jaron Jackson a little bit. And they also have a few young guys I really like, and um, Dylan Brooks, mm-hmm. um, that guy from like uh, Kansas. He was like an underachieving prospect. I liked him when he was coming out of college because he was yeah. like one of those like athletic wings that you think was gonna be something, mm-hmm. but then he ended up like just like kind of failing in college. Stayed there for like four years and didn't really do anything. Uh, you have any East Star Horse teams or East Star Horse? <sighs> no. <laughs> For East, I'll probably go with like Atlanta, even Atlanta? though everyone thinks they're going to be bad because they got solid pieces there. They got Their um, center is good. Jason Collins, right? Yeah, they got Jason Collins, who I really like. Torian and they got Prince the, is nice. Yeah, Torian Prince. So I think they got like a really solid young core yeah. that like has the potential to like break out in a weak Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want their new coach that's there in Atlanta to succeed, only because I usually root for like minority coaches when they first show the league, only because the chips are kind of stacked against them, and whenever yeah. they fail, everyone always gets on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know. All right, so uh, my dark horses, I got the Heat. Can't all, you can't count? Can't count out the Heat for. Uh, well, they might make. I don't. Do I have them in my playoffs? No, I don't. So they might make the playoffs. You can't count them out for a first round exit. Miami, you know, <laughs> with all the distractions there, hard place to play. You they can't spent, count out D Wade. Miami mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on a lot of guys I would call mediocre. <laughs> yeah, they just play well together, though. They do. They're a they, good defensive team. They're well coached, but the talent there is just so mediocre that I can't trust them. Yeah. Like, they kind of underachieve in the East, which is pretty bad. If they were in the West, I'll give them a little bit more leeway, but this is the Eastern Conference. You can't be like this bad. I also got the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets can make some noise in the West. Uh, they got a squad, like we said earlier. A young and up and coming <laughs> squad with two guys that have a chance to be like 
really good. Jokic is really good. He's yeah tr- triple double machine. I think he got like six last year. In the he second half, he averaged like twenty five points. I didn't see that coming. Like I knew he was good. I always kind of like had Jokic just like a borderline all star, only yeah. because one of the things that he doesn't do well is like he score. Like he doesn't play defense and he doesn't score at a like high volume level, but yeah. He did a little bit in the second half of the season, so double di- double digit assists for him. Yeah, he's a good passer. It's really good. I also got the Mavericks. I think the no, Mavericks no. with Luka Don Luka no. Doncic. I am uh, so anti Luka that I can't so even do it. Like I think he's gonna be good, but yeah. everyone's telling me that like, oh man, he's the best prospect since LeBron James. I'm like, I don't see it. Where is it? He's just like another guy. He's like another one of those like European guys that come over that can do a lot of things really early. Yeah. Not super athletic. Whatever. Crafty. You got Luca, Dennis Smith Jr. You got him. Still got Harrison Barnes. You got uh Matthews. Picked up DeAndre in the offseason. Still got Dirk. I think they have I think they have a solid squad. Maybe they can fight their way up. Or if to make I, the playoffs. I looked up the guy from Memphis, uh, Wayne Selden Jr. Wayne Selden Jr. He was really good like the year before last year before he got hurt. So and mm-hmm. he shot really well last year. So I think he might be able to become something. Like I said, a lot of really good role players on a well coached team. They yeah. usually overachieve. Uh, my last star course is the Cavs. I had, I had the Cavs making the AC. <laughs> Probably an unpopular pick, but I I think. Unrelieved gonna, pressure. I'm not gonna argue against it because like they have some talent there, and like the East is not very good. The thing is, like the East is like a huge like race to be who can be mediocre enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like the bottom of the East is just like the bottom to the mid tier of the East is just a bunch of guys that are like maybe we'll make it, maybe we won't. Like you have Charlotte there. Yeah. You have Kemba Walker, who's pretty good, mm-hmm. and like the team when they play the well is trash though. They, <laughs> like they. They're one of those teams that's like talented enough around Kemba, yeah. where they can like get to like maybe like a five hundred or a few games above five hundred and make the playoffs. But at the same time, when you look at them, you're just like, "Where's this team going?" You're paying a lot of money to a lot of these like guys that aren't going anywhere, and like the only one that can actually score like at all to me is Kemba Walker. Yeah. If he doesn't score, no one's doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I think. Relieve pressure. Hey, That's maybe. why they're going to make the playoffs. I can see them having a 41 and 41 record. Maybe Kevin Love will be the most improved player this year. Hey, Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> this is just so high. I don't know. 2020, get some double digit uh, rebounds. I have one of those big rebounding games. And then, like, those like, huge scoring games because, like, he's the only one there. Yeah. Hey, Kevin Love's going to get back. He's going he's gonna to get back in the post. All right. You're not going to see him. Uh, wandering around in the three-point line. He's going to get back in the post. I don't know if he's going to de- demand a double yeah. team, but he's going to inside and out. I mean, it's where he like uh, plays best, where like the team's kind of bad and he's the number one option. I've always been a little suspect of Kevin Love's like success. Yeah. Because, like especially with like big guys, mm-hmm. I always thought like Kevin Love had like, a really poor like field goal percentage for a big guy. Like Part of it is because he shot the three, but even then, like when I watch him in the post, like it's super awkward. Yeah. Like he's one of those guys that like just kind of like pushes you there for a little while and like tosses every shot. But like when you like rough him up, I felt like he wasn't like one of those guys that would consider like good in the post. Like he's good in the post because he's big, but not because like he's incredibly skilled. He's not no. like Pau Gasol. No. I mean, you get get those offensive rebounds. Yeah. So it's some occasional turnaround sometimes. Uh, so overrated teams. Uh, what do you got? Overrated teams. Overrated. I'll probably have to go with. I'm just gonna base this off talent and not actually like performance. Yeah. Because like I feel like if you overachieve, you're inherently kind of overrated. <laughs> like I have probably have Utah. Utah. Then I'll have um, Indiana. Like these two teams. Mm-hmm. I feel like they play better than some of their parts. Like, they have, like, one good player, like, one really good player there. Like, Indiana has Oladipo, and then um, Utah has uh, Donovan Mitchell. And then, like, the rest of the guys are, like, they're good, but they're more, like, the really solid good where, like, you can probably replace them with somebody else, and they'll probably be in the same place. All right. So, I got got the Pacers and Jazz, like you said. I agree for all those reasons. 
Uh, I also got the Raptors. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Kawhi's there, but they got a new coach. I know they're going to be scary good on defense. Like that that's just to be expected yeah. with all with all with all the pickups like Ibaka's a good defender, you got Kawhi, Danny Green, and you know, you still got the bench, but like I mean I partly want to change my uh 76ers Raptors, but we'll see. I think I think the Raptors will be I I'll keep them at 2, but I it wouldn't surprise me if they're like 3 third in the east the thing about like teams like the raptors and like the spacers i don't know if i want to ever call them overrated only because they play in the east yeah and like maybe overrated maybe they play up to their level (laughs) because like the rest of the team is bad and that's why they're like really good like i mean the rest of the divisions like conference is really bad and that's why they're really good so Mm -hmm. like are they overrated are they actually just playing up to their talent because when i look at utah i'm like like even though the west doesn't have like a lot of top end talent yeah, they're like middle to like bottom tier. They have enough talent there where they like where they can play competitive basketball games. Like even the bad teams, like they're either like either well coached or they're talented. The organization is trash, like Sacramento. Uh, all right, uh, the last is the finals matchup. Uh, I think we both had Celtics and Warriors. So who wins? How many games? And why? Celtics gonna get swept. They're getting swept. Like, I really like Boston. Yeah. I really do. But just having Kevin Durant yeah. on that already, like, with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, it just doesn't seem fair. Because if you look at that team right there, since the top two players, for at least the experts, are in contention to be, like, the best player in the world. Like, when you consider the top that. three? The top two. Like oh, Curry top two. And, okay. Like, Curry and Durant, like you got two guys that got realistically win MVP this year if they weren't on the same team. Yeah, so that's when true. I, when I look at that, and they have a really good infrastructure there where everyone can like shoot. Like I mean, the bench is not as good this year in like last year as the past few years. But yeah. like in the playoffs, like your top end really shows up, and their top end is so much higher than everyone else's that. How do you even argue? I mean, I, I had I I, I I agree with that point. Uh you remind me of Talonzo, because every time I talk to Talonzo, he tells me that he's like, Celtics gonna get swept. <laughs> he always te- he always reminds me, like, yeah, the uh, Celtics gonna get swept, and I'm like, nah. I, <laughs> I mean the Celtics do play them competitive in the regular season, but I feel like the playoffs is just a little bit different. And in the playoffs it's another animal. You really need to score, and yeah. I feel like the Celtics occasionally, not because of like talent or anything, just like for whatever reason, just like struggle to score, and I'm mm-hmm. not sure why. Maybe it's just because like it's a combination of them being young, and like a lot of their stars were hurt last year, and maybe this year will change. I don't know because Gordon's back. Kyrie would definitely, maybe, <laughs> hopefully, make it to the end of the season. All right, so we're not basing this on injury and health. Yeah, but uh, if, at full strength, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'll give, I'll, give him a ga- I'll give him a game. Give I'll give Boston, Boston a game. game. Right. Because, like, I've seen them, I may see them make that comeback during the regular season. You know what? Yeah. They could win a game. They could win a game. All right. Well, yeah, well I'm, a, I'm a Celtics homer, so I got the Celtics in seven. Well, you also have to take into consideration that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to be better this year. Yeah. So, like, it's not really, like, not only are they getting better by having their stars come back, yeah. they're getting better by having their young guys who are blue chippers getting better this year, too. So I, I agree with you. Uh, the top end of Golden State is just too top-heavy. Like, you just can't do anything about that, especially if the Marcus Cousins come back. But the reason I had the Celtics because they're a deeper team. So Celtics are like 10, 12 players deep. <laughs> also, a lot of them haven't been to the finals before. That's, that's something that, that is true, yes. I remember like when... That is true. And Brad Stevens hasn't... When the Thunder... Like when the Thunder first made the finals. Yeah. Versus Miami. Mm-hmm. I thought they were a better team. Like I yeah. thought they had way more talent than Miami did. Even though Miami had LeBron James. Yeah. And like they had Wade, but you guys clearly see Wade was slowing down at that point. Like after that first season yeah. where they first came together, I felt like Wade started slowing down because of injuries. But like... I think LeBron's, like, experience in the playoffs really showed up against the Thunder that year. Like, mm-hmm. KD was good, but then, like, you had, like, Harden just... Well, I don't, I don't Kyrie know. has experience. Yeah, but that's one guy. That's, that's one guy. That's one guy. I, I know. I, I know it's a stretch, but... 
Like the like it depends how you, this is not tennis. Get <laughs> like, to play as a team. You gotta play as a team, but like at least you one of your main leaders has finals yeah. experience. So like it's not like yeah, it's yeah. counted against you, but like yeah. you, you still got some things there. I like Celtics are deeper. Uh I really think people underestimate playing at T D Garden. Like I think it will probably definitely come down to home court. So it depends if the Warriors want to slack off in the regular season. That's true. So it depends, you yeah. know, who who has the number one overall seed. Yeah. I mean, if the Warriors have the number one overall seed, I don't have the Celtics winning. <laughs> I mean, the Warriors did slack last year in the playoffs. So maybe, like, the Celtics but could like, win a few if, more games. If the Celtics but. can get that number one overall seed and the finals that are at TD Garden, I give Boston a chance to win in seven. Well, since you said before, like, we're not talking about health, like, we're not taking injuries into consideration, yeah. I think when Curry's healthy, that team just runs over everyone. Like, if you I have, mean, a, yeah. like, when that team is healthy, that mm-hmm. team runs over everyone. Like, even last year, like, yeah. I think part of it's because, like, Curry got hurt in season and wasn't completely 100% when he got back. That's and that's true. why they kind of just, like, slacked around. Yeah. But, like, if he's going to be healthy this year, or any year. Well, I mean, you just need them healthy them? for the playoffs. You don't need them healthy for the year. Like, but that depends. Like, are they going to coast? Are they going to take it seriously? Hey, that's so, true. Like, you never know. It, it, for me, I know it's a cop-out, but it, depend, it really depends on record. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really think that the Celtics are probably going to have the best record. Yeah. So I'm going to go with them to win the finals. Because T, uh, TD Garden, hard place to play in. I think that game seven loss against Cleveland... We'll probably wake him up. Like, <laughs> like I can argue you can say it goes to seven games, but even with home court, we had the argument last year with Houston. Where they finally got home court. They yeah. got what they wanted against Golden State. Hey, what's seven? They end up losing. They, <laughs> like, part of it is because Chris Paul got hurt. Chris but, Paul got hurt, and they were up 3-2. But, but even then, like, I don't know. Like, that was, like, the Warriors when they're, like, slacking. They also, they also didn't have Iguodala. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. But when I s- taking injury out of the consideration just gives them that much more of an advantage. Well, the Celtics play really good defensively, too. Like, it's true, but it's just that, like, when they're fully healthy, yeah, they play both defense and offense. That's the thing. I mean, they, they do, yeah. Part of it, part of the reason why nobody can compete with them is the fact that they arguably are the best at both ends out of anybody. Like, they could have been, like, number was it, like a few years ago they were both the number one offense and the number one defense. Yeah. Like, they can play. They can play both small and big, yeah, they and technically still be big because Kevin Durant's a seven footer, which is really messed up when you sit there and think about it. I'm like, do they actually play small ever? No, not really. That's true. All right, so you got Warriors and I got Celtics. Uh, wait, who do you have, barring health? Warriors and how many? You said five. Barring health, so yeah, just go with five. You give the Celtics one game. Yeah. All right. I just think experience is going to show up, man. Probably. Like, it's not because I think the Celtics are bad. I think they're really close, but I think the experience yeah. and Warriors' top end is going to tilt it at the end. There's also DeMarcus Cousins you got to look out for. 24 hour DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> like, now they're even more versatile. But they still have the depth well, issue. Well, it's like, it's like a double edged sword yeah. with him. So, like, yeah. you know, things work out, they work out, yeah. they don't. But the thing I see, I see it kind of working out only because, like, DeMarcus knows how to pass. And he's, like, solid enough on defense where he can kind of, like, switch a little bit. DeMarcus, all he has to do is literally just put, put his hand. And but the thing bed. is, like, DeMarcus might not even come back until, like, the playoffs. Yeah. So, like, it's either he's going to be, like, super rusty or he's going to be, like, this superstar player <laughs> that's coming back super rested. Yeah, he could just have him stand in a three-point line to shoot those threes all day. They just stretch, have too many lineups. Stretch the floor. They just have too many lineups where I'm, like, how do the Celtics, like, defend this? So the Warriors got the top five, and then I got Celtics bench. And then coaching, I mean, you got to give Steve Kerr the experience. And but I don't like the coaching think, is up there. With I think Brad Stevens is really good. <laughs> I just think like experience just tilts it like just enough. Yeah, where I think it ends in like five games. All right. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to say about? I don't know. Like, 
when I watch the NBA, like yeah. I don't really watch it the same way like most people do. Like I kind of watch it for individual talent, even though that's like completely contradictory to watching like a team sport. Yeah. So like, even though a lot of people aren't gonna like to watch teams like Phoenix and Sacramento this year, I'm gonna be looking out for them because they have really interesting young pieces that I think can become something. Mm-hmm. Because I'm super interested in Aiden. I'm, I was really high in Bagley coming out. Like yeah. I was like, this guy is gonna be that next superstar. Like he's versatile enough to play like on the perimeter. He can post a little bit. He's got short arms for his height. It's fine. Simmons has like the same arm span. He's not as good as Simmons skills wise, but his physical build in like it's not that he's like Dwight Howard either, where he can't do anything. He's more than a guy that's tall and can chew gum. He can do a lot of things. It's just not very refined as of this moment, which show, showed up in summer league a little bit. We got stonewalled, mm-hmm. but I'm still really high on him. And like I said. I'm also high on like Jamal Murray. I yeah. want to see what he can do this year. Like I think he can finally break out, maybe become like a borderline all star. If he won't make it there because the West is stacked, yeah. But like I think he might be able to like get around that, like maybe around like twenty point, like um per game where he'll like him and Jokic would really show up in the and carry the Denver to the playoffs. Well, I'm just looking forward to the season to start, to watch basketball, see all these beautiful plays, these passes, all these dunks, all the means, you know. It's just a beautiful sport to watch. And I you just... know, it just gets me hyped. <laughs> My coworkers at the Garden, like, you should see me watching the Celtics game in the fourth quarter. I'm very hyped for my team. I just want to watch these superhuman beings do what they do best. You know how they said, like, the Warriors are in the NBA? I'm like, yeah. I don't believe in that. Like, yeah. competition is the reason why you watch the NBA and you're watching the wrong sport. Like, it's always been top-heavy, even if it hasn't really quite been this top-heavy, because actually, no, that's not true. They, the Bulls exist at one point. So, like, you knew they were going to win, like, every year. But the thing is, like, when I watch basketball, I just want to watch superhuman people do superhuman things. Because if I want to watch competitive basketball, I'll go down to like a Y or something and watch old guys play. Yeah. There's a reason why we don't watch insurance <laughs> salesmen play basketball. All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks for coming on this podcast. No problem, uh, it's like our longest recorded podcast, <laughs> but hey, it's okay. To close, uh, just going to shout out to social media. Uh, it's Make It Rain Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, SoundCloud, you can search the Make It Rain podcast. And iTunes, search uh, the Make It Rain podcast on Apple Podcast. Bye, friends. Have a good night. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Make It Rain podcast. Yeah.